With us now is litter campaigner and artist Lorella Doherty, who spent 100 days picking up rubbish from local beaches in Taranaki. And since then, she's been turning it into murals, displays, installations, and now a large-scale art exhibition, which the public will get to view as part of Plastic Free July. And Lorella's with us. Kia ora, welcome. Kia ora, thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you for talking to us, because this is um, a pretty interesting take on beach cleaning. Take us through where all this started for you. Right, um... Yeah, I mean, I've been doing beach cleans and converting it into artwork for a few years now, about eight years. Um, And it really stemmed from um, feeling into the sadness um, of plastic pollution. I was down the beach with my children and my husband and we were, you know, it was beautiful. I was doing one of my daily beach cleans and I was just overcome with this sadness. Um, you know, I knew the next day I'd be back, there'd be another basket of plastic and with the next tide and it would just continue. And I was just hit with this, you know, incredible sadness. So I kind of sat down on the rocks and had a big cry. <laughs> and um, from there, I just sort of realised that I needed to or felt like I needed to do more. And that's when I started um, kind of educating, educating and inspiring others about plastic pollution and throwaway plastics. Um, which then morphed into creating art with that um, plastic that I was finding. And were you, um, did you have a background in art anyway? Was that something that felt like a very natural turn on this? Not at all, actually. Um, (laughs) I love being creative, but it came from, you know, I would bring this plastic home and I would sort of recycle like what I could. I would take photographs of it to kind of show people what I was finding. Um, but I would just throw the rest out. And it just started feeling really bad to then be throwing this plastic into the earth. Um, and so I thought, well, why don't I create something beautiful out of it? Um, and then I can use that to take around to schools and events, uh, you know, where I go and do some talks. And so it kind of came from that point um, that the art came after. It's a pretty awesome idea to do something to sort of turn the negative into a positive. Yeah, I mean, I I love that. I love coming at it from a different place. Um, and I think art has that beautiful way of um, taking something that's really alarming and overwhelming. And, um, you know, we're so much of the time we're in this cognitive place um, in our heads and it brings us down into our body and this feeling sensation. Um, You know, art has that ability to um, bring us into our emotions Um, and it just has a different take on it. Mm. Um, Now, earlier this year, I think you set out to uh, rid the streets of New Plymouth of cigarette butts. Tell us about that goal. Yes, that was a um, couple of years ago now. Um, and, yeah, I was, again, it was on one of my daily beach cleans and um, I usually leave the, had left the cigarette butts because, you know, I'd turn it into art and cigarette butts was kind of smelly and gross. And so I would leave them. And then one day after it had been raining and after it's been raining, there's always a lot more plastic because it, of course, travels down the gutters and down the storm drains um, to the beach 
And I just picked up so many cigarette butts. Um, you know, I went back and picked them all up after I'd walked past them. And then I sort of thought about it and I wondered if people actually realised that they're plastic. Um, and so I did a little poll and I asked people if they knew that they were plastic and barely anybody knew that they were. Um, and so it kind of came from there. I kind of thought, well, what's a, what's a good way to um, raise some awareness for people to realise that they are plastic? And so I thought, well, over 10 days, I'll collect a 1,000 bucks a day and I'll end up with 10,000 and surely people can't miss that amount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, what does that look like when you get them all together? I'm trying to visualise it. Yeah, it was two of these giant glass canisters, two of those. Full. It ended up with about thirteen or 14000 in the end. But, um, yeah, it wasn't hard to find those whatsoever. Where did you find them? Is there, are there sort of particular places that they congregate? Um, a, a lot of parking lots, um, you know, in supermarket parking lots and obviously gutters. But, yeah, anywhere where there's a parking lot, there is a huge amount. And when you did the poll, that's an interesting one, actually, to, to see whether people realise that they do contain plastic. Because did you find that a lot of people um, perhaps were dropping them because they just thought, oh, they'll, you know, they'll decompose or whatever, like they weren't harmful? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I think it was just one of those behaviour um, that people did without without realising. I mean, the outside layer, that kind of orangey sort of looking layer, that is like a paper and then inside is the plastic the the filters have got the plastic in it mm. um so i think it's you know easy to think um that it might just break down so if people will throw things like cigarette butts away without realizing what about things that perhaps are, are more obviously plastic like um like vapes and stuff are you finding that kind of thing around yeah, well, that's an interesting one because when I did the 10,000 cigarette butts in 10 days, um, and I can't actually remember the year I did that. I think it was about three years ago, um, maybe even longer. But that um, it, there were no vapes. I didn't find any. Um, and, you know, now when I did this 100 days of beach cleans two years ago, um, you know, you can see them all starting to, to show. And, I mean, even when I walk to the supermarket down, you know, it's a 10-minute walk. I am always finding them in the gutters and... Um, I mean, a lot of the time, is, a lot of the time, people are not necessarily throwing stuff. I mean, it definitely happens. Um, but you know, things drop out of cars, things blow out of rubbish bins. Mm. Um, you know, this throwing away, which is never away. You know, you can never guarantee that that plastic item that you use um, is going to not end up in the ocean. Yeah, and what did you just thinking about the cigarette butts? And you've got them in these glass um sort of big glass canisters have you have you still got them what did you do with them well <laughs> I kept them for a long time because like I say I, I go around to schools and do talks and things and you know there's such a great visual just like the art pieces there's a great visual display um that just you know it makes you think a little bit deeper when you see it like that um and after a while, they actually started all going mouldy. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, so my lovely display canisters, which I thought were all dried out and lovely and I could keep them forever to show people, um, yeah, it all got mouldy and contaminated, basically. <laughs> oh, so you got rid of them in the end? Yes, yeah. 
an amazing visual though like you say and and I guess this is where the art also comes in um what sort of pieces do you make I well usually I would make just murals so I use the colored plastic especially um and I you know, I just am inspired by nature. I'm inspired by, I love creating story and telling stories. So I, an idea just comes to me and I'll create that. Um, but with the 10,000, or sorry, with the 100 days of beach cleans, because I've challenged myself to create with absolutely every single piece of plastic that I found, um, I've had to really step outside my usual artistic skills <laughs> and murals um, and really get creative with um, the materials of or the plastic material that I've got. What what does that mean for your kind of your creative process and what sorts of things you're making if you're stepping outside that mm-hmm. comfort zone? Yeah, well, um, a lot of because there's, you know, in Taranaki, we've got the um, town beaches, but then we've got the coastal beaches, which are um, very rural. There's a lot of farming in Taranaki. So, you know, we get a lot of farming plastic, lots of pipes, lots of strings and ropes and um, containers. And, you know, like with all the ropes, um, it it meant that I did a lot of weaving um, type murals, which I really love doing. um, And I think they came out really beautifully. Um, and then, you know, having all these plastic bags, usually I didn't make art with the plastic bags. Um, so anything that was too um, contaminated or too dirty or just didn't have, you know, the beauty of, say, some coloured plastic, um, that would usually get discarded. But because I've kept everything from the 100 Days of Beach Cleans and that got turned into art, it meant um, I created a giant hawk um, with the plastic bags um, yeah, so it's just getting creative with the different materials that I've got, all the different types of plastics. That sounds amazing to be able to do um, something as big as that and create as much as that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a challenge, that's for sure. But um, yeah, it is. It is. Cool. It's really. It's a cool process to uh, challenge yourself, but also to allow the ideas to come. Um, and for me, that's that process of being out in nature. I mean, that's the whole point of this is to be connected to nature um, and remembering what it is that we're protecting. Um, and so, yeah, being out in nature, those ideas come and it's been it's been fun to really reconnect in with nature and let those ideas come as to what to create. And people are going to be able to come and see some of your artworks, I think. Yes, yep. The opening ceremony is this Friday night and then it's open for two weeks after that daily um, from 10 to 3 in New Plymouth. So, yeah, everybody gets to come and see um, as many times as they like. Um, it's free exhibition um, because it's funded by the New Plymouth District Council um, uh, Zero Waste Fund. Um, and, yeah, we I just come along and get to see um, and experience. I mean, it will be an experience. I hope people come and can be moved and can look and feel um, feel the plastic and the plastic pollution and what it feels like for you to see it all like this in this way. Whereabouts in New Plymouth is, uh, is it going to be? It's at 6 Sunley Street in West Town. Um, so I've got a warehouse hired um, for the two weeks and we've had it for longer to set it up. 
Um, and yeah, so it's just going to be open daily. And then we've got some events over that time as well, collaborating with other um, beautiful people um, in the same sort of zero waste space. Mm. Sounds like it's um, perhaps a sort of a motive, perhaps even a sort of a bittersweet experience that you get to see some amazing creations, but knowing the background of the materials and where they've come from, um, mm. it's kind of, it, it, it's, uh, it sort of sits in a slightly difficult place, doesn't it? It does, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it takes me to that place time and time again where, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm on a beach clean and I'll be, you know, I'll cry <laughs> because I know that, you know, there's just so much plastic here and I'm not even scratching the surface. You know, there'll be a polystyrene piece that's just, you know, littered the whole beach and I know I can't get the half of it. Um, and, yeah, just looking at the enormity, um, you know, some I've still got thousands of pieces of plastic sitting on the floor ready to be put in their places. Um, and it's, it is overwhelming um, and scary and hard um, you know, and sad. Um, but then there is that beauty as well to it. Um, mm. And yeah, so it is. It is bittersweet. <laughs> How do people respond when you, you know, when you tell them about this? When you um, talk to people about littering and and what it's like to go on a beach clean? Mm. I think everybody gets it on that level when they really connect in because we all know what's right um, we all uh, have that innate connection to the earth um, and that knowing of protection and guardianship and so I think it doesn't take much to remember that um, so yeah the the response is always always a, a knowing a remembering and aha uh, rather than the opposite for me what I've experienced Oh, well, thank you very much for coming on Afternoons and talking to us about this one. It certainly sounds like a a great thing to go along to and take a look at. That's Lorella Doherty, a litter campaigner and artist. And uh, as part of Plastic Free July, these murals and displays and installations are going to be there for people to see. Good stuff. Thank you very much for coming on Afternoons.